Yeah, you, the awesome trans lady making us proud. Crank it. You're listening to Trans Talk Raw. I'm the blue-eyed, blonde-haired, heel-wearing temptress, Nikki Marie Dawn. And I'm with my co-host, the southern truth-spreading rebel, Terry Ellen. We're a couple of trans survivors, rocking the airways, bringing you our lived experiences, opinions, and a ton of info about being transgender. This is episode 29, and today's show, we're talking about the wouldas, the shouldas, and the couldas of transition. These speak volumes, and we hear about them all the time. We talk about the regrets of not doing things, things we both wanted to do but didn't, and what we could have done that would have changed our lives right from the start. Alright, it's time to yammer away on this topic, so let's get a started. And... And <laughs> okay, so that's a way to start the show. <laughs> it is, yeah, exactly. The, the woo ha, hoo ha. Yeah, pay attention now. Look for that little recording light. So I'm not, I'm not just taking unaware. It's when you turn it on. Oh, okay. So I have to make sure that I start blocking that out then, so that you can't tell whether it's on or not. Right? I don't know if you can do that or not. Okay. Well, anyway, so I guess we should get started with tonight's show, which is. Uh, uh, Terry came up with this one, and I thought it was actually pretty good, so I went along with the game. What a coulda, shoulda, and what? What a shoulda, coulda, shoulda, woulda, coulda, coulda, woulda, shoulda, whatever. Uh, and what mm-hmm. we should have done in our potential transition, or thoughts and processes of what we should have, would have, or could have done. And That's it. Uh, seeing that I started last show, I'm going to let Terry start this show. Well, it was my idea. <laughs> Well, it was your idea, yeah. So I tell you what, why don't you uh, rock and roll a little bit with the what is and the okay. what is, or do you want to start with the should is? Well, uh, you know, preface, I'll preface this where the, where the idea came from. So I was telling you earlier, I had taken a picture of mine, you know, the what is, should have cut us. And us late transitioners, you know, we both transitioned in our 50s. And so you look back over your life, You know, we both knew we were transgender when we were young. You really, even younger than I did. And then, you know, both of us, that was back in the 1970s. And so for you, it was like the 60s because you knew earlier than I did. (laughs) You know, back in in primeval times, you know, (laughs) a thousand years ago. And so I, you know, I'd taken a picture of mine that I took today. And it's my profile picture that's on Facebook and I posted it on Twitter. And I used Face app to use their gender, not their gender morph, but the age morphing filters that they have. They have like a young one, young two, young three. And I took young three and uh, applied it to myself and put me back to when I was about 20. And it's just freaking, you know, to look at yourself like that and be just, I mean, God, beautiful. I was I'm beautiful. I was just like, there's no if, ands, or buts about it. I would just made a fine-ass co-ed back then, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. You know, and uh, I put my hair to the color it was then. I was a really dark, dark brunette, really, really uh, dark brown with some, if I was out in the sun a lot, I'd get these, these copperish, reddish overtones in my hair. Uh, oh my God, if I could have been a girl back there and had long hair, I would have just been drop dead gorgeous. <laughs> been awesome. And I think about that. That's you know the the what is shoulda cut us. It's like 
you know, if, you know, alternate universe or whatever, I hope there's an alternate universe where I did transition as a teenager or was able to do that, you know, and, and uh, live my life as a woman as, as I should have. Yeah, I think about that, you know, but back then, you know, in the 70s, yeah, could I? People did. I know of ones oh, today yeah. that did back then and had the courage and the wherewithal and all that to do it. You know, my brother transitioned in her 20s, in the 80s. My father told me about, you know, that he was trans transsexual. I remember them asking, do you know what transsexual means? It's like, oh yeah, that's uh, what I am. Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, I remember smiling, you know, when he told me. I was like, oh yeah, I know what that is. But um, that was 1980. That was 1980. Oh. And so, was it possible? Yeah. There's no way I could could have, just from my own mindset and the times of the day. But I wonder if I should have, should I have, you know, tried to go after it, figure out a way to do it. You know, my dysphoria, of course, was not um, as bad back then as it became later. But, you know, you go through those things in your head of the what it should have cut us of. And then the what ifs. (laughs) Add that one in there. What if, you know, what if I had been able to transition as a teenager and and not gone through all the testosterone testosterone poisoning and kept my hair and had a full head of hair and done all that early and and get all those nice um feminization that occurs so much better when you're young uh than when we're older yeah i think i think about that and that that's kind of where that picture came from and um I just really like how it turned out and I think of myself as a beautiful 20 year old woman, you know? That's quite a dream, isn't it? Really? When you you think about it, Um, it's funny. You talk about would have, could have, should have. I look back on my life and I think if I could have done it sooner under the right uh, reasons, I probably would have. Why I didn't was, is that I got, messed up because of conversion therapy and I got messed up from outside sources that started my internal mechanisms to go, Oh, this isn't right. Or, Oh, you know, you need to do this, but, and there was always something. And then of course I got hooked up into so many things. Um, Should I have? Yes, I think so. Because I think if I would have done that, um, my life would have been completely different than what it turned out to be. But yet in turn, when I look at it, if I would have done it, and I was the way I was, and I wasn't, you know, and I stayed in my male self and I was that way, um, I could have gotten myself into just as much trouble being a woman as what I did when I was a guy. The thing was, as I, as a guy- Maybe a different kind of trouble? <laughs> Well, yeah, but I'm thinking, you know, I get this is one of the things I would get. I bet you I would have been like pregnant early. I probably might have gone through an abortion or two, um, or I might have had to keep kids, which would have been a completely different type of life than what I had. True. 
So I sometimes look at it that where maybe I shouldn't have for a reason. And I mean, I still, as everybody knows, I lived on both sides of the fence through my entire life. So I got a taste of everything. That's the way it was. But I think if I didn't live my male self for the time frames that I did, I would have never been able to succeed the way I did in areas of my life. So I, I would have robbed myself of a lot of that. You know, they say, they always say that you build character by going through adversity and that. Well, I have buttloads of character then. Yeah. And I mean, we've all gone I could do with a little less character. For <laughs> yeah. But, you know, do I think, like, I look at myself now and I go, you know, if I would have transitioned when I was younger, God, I would have been a knockout freaking blonde. Like, no question. And that's one of the reasons why. I don't do what you do with the, the apps and the face apps because if I would see that I would that I would be hard on myself and I know I would because I would freak myself out um, because it would have just it would just say to me you know you really effed up and <laughs> you should have transitioned way back when. Um, well, yeah, again, oh, in the wow. first time I did it a few months ago, it had that effect on me. It was yeah. it was you know like you'd say to do it, you really have to. It's not a simple lark. I thought it was the first time I did it. And it was, oh, my God, that was a tough day because all these emotions that I had bottled down about that and I didn't even know I had bottled down and repressed all came welling up. That was a tough damn day. I mean, I I about fell apart over it. Mm -hmm. And I never would have expected that at all. No, this one was more fun. You know, since I had dealt with that, this one was a fun thing and I enjoyed it actually. So, well, yeah, and that's good. And I mean, it's, it's really good that you get the opportunity to do that and see what you were like. But we, when we talk about this, like, I mean, from a youth perspective, there's other reasons why we should call what a shoulda coulda. Cause obviously um, if the times were the way they are now back then. Yeah. Back then it was a real coulda. Could I? Yeah. Like, that was that was not the woulda, shoulda, but the coulda. Yeah, could I? It was the coulda. No, not really. No, and mm-hmm. it wouldn't, and, and that's the thing. I, I Again, like I said, I think we do it all for a reason. I mean, I when I think of it, yeah, I mean, if it's just off the top of my head and I don't really think anything about it, well, yeah, of course I should have done it. I mean, and I, I, I look at other times in my life too. I mean, I was thinking about it when I was like 39, 40, I, I was – having serious conversations with myself going, I have to transition. But yet then something else popped up in life that created a a means or ways to stop me from doing it or, you know, some sort of an outside circumstance or situation. Um, I do really wish though that I did transition uh, and would have transitioned when I was 40. I think that would have been, you know, right around 2002, uh, you know, well, 2000 was when I was 40, obviously, but, um, you know, so around that 2000 range was when I really was like, and, and then I was going through, and that's one of the hardest things about what, you know, the woulda, shoulda, coulda part with me was, I was woulda, shoulda, coulda every freaking week of my life, <laughs> because what, you know, every week, I, every I, day, I, every year, as right. it went by, yeah. I know, and that was the thing, because Shit, half the time I was either I was a woman and I was presenting female or I was a guy and I was presenting male. 
And I will admit back then I was an ugly woman. <laughs> Just saying, okay. Um, you know, but I, I, always, I always question myself in that way, you know, that woulda, shoulda, coulda sort of thing. Mm. And so I, I, I look at it that should I have, then I think back to all of the things that I've done, the experiences I've had, all of that, even though it was a really difficult life in that, um, I'm quite, kind of glad I didn't. You know, if it's just a top remark and just throw it out there, yeah. Yeah. No, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you see so many, you know, on Twitter and forums and what's not talking about how, you know, they regret not transitioning younger. You know, you you see ones in their early 30s or late 20s thinking they're too old to transition. And I'm thinking, shit, (laughs) let me set you down for a moment and have a chat. Yes. You know, rant. The reality of it all. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, the reality of it all. It's like, my God, you know, too old, too old, 30, and you're thinking you're too old to transition. Wow. Holy shit. I mean, God, if I transitioned when I was 30, that was 27 years ago. I was like, that's almost your age now. <laughs> It's like, I have lived two of your lifetimes, and then I transitioned. Think about that. I've lived two of your lifetimes Uh in transition. So, yeah. Old? Mm. I I look at it, too, um, basically because of the era we were brought up in. Made it very difficult for us to be able to transition. So when we talk about this, you know, like I said, if I could shift now and take what we have now in the 20, you know, in 2020 and put it back in 1970, yeah, I probably would have transitioned right away. Matter of fact, I probably would have been on the bandwagon at about 10 years old because it would have been so prevalent in society and there was so much to learn. But when we came and brought, were brought up, like it was, you know, oh, yeah. that was Take the internet and technology that we have now, put it back in the 70s when yeah. we were kids. Oh, it would have been over. Been over with the, uh, you know, the photo stuff that you can do now, face app and stuff. It's like, and you have a pretty good idea what you're going to look like. Fuck yeah. Shit, it'd been over. That was one of the things that kept me from it back then was I didn't think I could be pretty. Well, yeah. I didn't want to be an ugly woman. You know, it's like, really? Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a big thing. Oh, I, didn't, I can't be pretty. Where's that? Oh, fuck yeah, I could have been. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, but again, too, you know, you talk about hormones and you talk about all the things and the changes and everything mm-hmm. else that our bodies go through and we would be both. There was nothing to access that either. No before right. and afters. That's the thing. No transition exactly. pictures, no timelines, you know. Yeah. It wasn't anything like that at the library. Oh. You know, Renee Richards wasn't exactly the best example <laughs> of a transition. Uh, the girl needed facial surgery. That was for sure. She had had some of that. And why she didn't yeah. uh, probably would have helped her self-esteem some. But even so, you know, there was very few before and afters of any kind back then. I don't remember hardly seeing anything. Like I knew of Christine's. I knew of Jan Morris, 
who was a British writer. And she actually transitioned when she was about 40 or so. And this was back then, mm. you know. Um, so I knew about her. I think her, her male name was James. And she has books under that name and books under Jan Morris. And so I saw, I saw her pictures uh, of what there was. And so I had at least an idea, you know, could glean a little bit. And then Christine George, Georgeson, no, that was it. Three. <laughs> I knew if I had seen three before and after. So, I mean, you know. That's for sure. And I, I, I guess the other thing is, too, we could look at it as well is, is that, you know, what it could have, should have, what could we have done or should have done throughout the decades? Because we had opportunities throughout all of the decades, really. I mean, we're sitting here focusing in on the 70s and that this, the time frame that when we were going to you know, first knew, and I knew back in the oh, yeah. 60s for Pete's sake, um, you know, but in my 40s, I knew that I wanted to, I wanted to transition, but, you know, society and things that were going on in my life, I couldn't oh, do it. It was, back then. It just it was always a pipe dream, a fantasy. It was always a thing a of, yeah. you know, something, yeah, I wanted it, thought about it, God, and it's just all the time. Mm-hmm. It was never far from my mind, ever. You know, just like, gnawing at you <laughs> constant yeah. i would search on it search about it and when the internet when i was able to get on the internet in 1995 that was one of the first things i you know went googled then but searched yeah. um whatever search engine at the time i remember dogpile and i remember jeeves is like a butler he's yeah like i remember drawing of a butler yeah. ask ask jeeves i think ask it was something jeeves. like that yeah. <laughs> and then of course yahoo you know uh those were the main ones before google but um and yeah that's what i searched for first damn night i probably logged on the internet ever yeah it was yeah. transsexual <laughs> i think we wasn't transgender or transsexual you know yeah i think yeah. we all did that so let me ask you a question so if you could have transitioned, say, 25 years ago, and you actually thought about it seriously, would you have transitioned under the circumstances? No. No. My son was two years old. Yeah, so because of family, you, you, that was the decision made. Oh, yeah, that was, that was... I think that was a large part of what kept me stable so to speak, right. was um, having a son, a young son. And um, I couldn't have done it. There, would have, there was no woulda, shoulda, coulda back then, even though it was something I thought about a lot. Mm-hmm. For me, no, I, I could not have done that. Mm-hmm. God, the guilt of that would have killed me. <laughs> Just the guilt would have killed me. I mean, I have enough guilt now over taking his father away. So, no, I, I, I couldn't have done it back then. Prior, after he was born, that was this. And I think him coming of age had a lot of bearing on why my dysphoria suddenly ratcheted up. Right. It's kind of like I had done my job. Mm-hmm. I got him grown. You know, he's a good man. I did a good job. 
you know, it's like I, I don't know, gave myself permission in a subconscious way or whatever. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't a conscious thing, but you know, it certainly certainly had an effect on me, big big time. That and some other things, but yeah, it just wasn't right. Mm-mm. Yeah. So yeah, because I can I can totally understand that because obviously myself, I don't have kids. Um, mm-hmm. so I never went through that experience with that. My life was, you know, quite a bit different in, in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. um, you know, with the struggles and all of that and went to obviously down different paths. I think that another thing when I think of that and I think, yeah, well, could, you know, should I have, uh, not sure. Was I responsible enough at certain times in my life that where I could say, you know, are you responsible enough to be like, sorry, a hot blonde going out into the world. Are you responsible enough? And, uh, you know, sometimes I think that the reason why we transition later in life is because we weren't ready for it. Yeah, I think that, I mean, you know, we all transition when we, I don't know if we're ready for it, but we have to, whether we're ready or not. Well, because I don't know if we ever, ever <laughs> are ready per se. Oh my God, who who's actually ready to do all the things that we go through to transition, you know. Yeah. Well, want it, desire it, need it. Ready? See, and it's I don't know. Weird. Some know, of us are not, obviously, by what comes afterwards. You know, right. seeing the mental yeah. issues in some of us. You know. Yeah, but I don't know. For me personally, um, mm-hmm. when I went through a lot of things, that was one of the questions that I always asked myself: Like, are you ready for this? Like, can you? I never asked my question. I never asked myself that. And that's the weird part. See, and it shows just how (laughs) different the dynamics are of being trans and where our headspaces are and that sort of thing. Because I I was always, and I guess maybe one of the reasons why I kind of thought that way was because I was always jumping back and forth and living on both sides of the on a regular basis. I didn't. You know, I didn't have that. And it was a. And that's the thing, right? And so mm-hmm. I think I question on myself of that. Well, um, you know, I have this outlet, shall we say, and I go out and, you know, three or four months, I decide that, well, you know what, I'm just throwing makeup on and doing my thing kind of thing or whatever. Um, and then, you know, seeing the way society was and the way, um, you know, the powers that be and the acceptance levels and all of that kind of stuff would, you know, and then I'd be like, well, geez, I got to go and get a job. And it was like, oh, well, why am I not getting hired? Oh, well, gee, I can tell you why right away. Right. And because then I would go and yeah. I would go back into mail mode and put my hair in a ponytail and look in mail mode. And oh, guess what? I got a job just like that. Imagine that. Right. So that's what I, I mean, you know, that were for me a lot of times in making the decision, it was more of a survival thing. You know, that where, okay, I'm fighting two stones here. I'm fighting the survival of just being able to put food in my face. And, you know, and then the other side of it is I need to survive to be because I need to be who I am. And that that was back and forth for pretty much 35, 40 years of my life. Oh, yeah. You had the constant tug of war. It's amazing you survived just with that constant tug of war going back and forth. I, I couldn't have done that. The constant back and forth. What little bit I did before going full time was enough. Mm. Oh. The constant switching. Well, the switching was really difficult. So again, with that woulda, shoulda, coulda thing, 
I was always woulda, shoulda, couldn't. Cause, because I would, one week I'd be going like, well, what, should I? Well, yeah, I'm going to. Could I? Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay. And then, then it would be, oh, shit. Now I've got to jump back to the other side because of certain... But you were married in the 90s, right? Were you married in the 90s or did you not marry? Uh, 28 was the marriage. Well, actually, I, I got married later, but I was... 98? Yeah, I was 28 years old. So what is that now? Well, no, I was 28 years old. So, oh, God, I got to say my age again? Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So I've been in 88? Yeah. No. no. Yeah. It would have been... Yeah, 28. You would have been 20. Yeah, 60. Yeah, you were was, born in 1960. I was, yeah, I was, we, we met in, when I was 20. You're my wife's age. You're my wife's age. Okay. So... She, she turned 60 in April. Gotcha. April what? 7th. Okay, because my ex is April 1st. Close. Both Aries. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... It, you know, I, I look at a lot of things too, even when, um, you know, nowadays, for example, uh, you know, sh- would I have done certain things differently? You know, seriously, I don't think so. Um, I, when I made my choice, it, of course, I think when we talk about this, so I got pushed to the edge and you go, well, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Having knowledge of what is now back then, well, change decisions that you make because you know what the outcome is going to be. At least by not making decisions, you know what the outcome is going to be. That would have had a bearing on things for me. I mean, because I'd always decided I wasn't ever going to do this. When I was a teenager, I made that choice. I thought I made the choice. <laughs> Obviously, it wasn't. It became not a choice. The choice became negated. Yes. And... So even though I thought about it, yearned for it at times, times desperately, just wasn't, there was no coulda, shoulda. Mm. It just wasn't in the realm of, of feasibility, especially after marriage and, and having a child. That responsibility overlooked everything. Everything else was was secondary to to that responsibility, and that was you know partly from you know watching how my dad was a dad, and there was no man that I wanted to be more like than my father. He was my example of how to be a dad and how to be a guy. They, they, he was my example. That's what I emulated to the best of my ability. You know. Yeah. Um, like the post I made on Facebook, but you know, sometimes it, sometimes being a woman makes you a better dad. I, you know, I don't think I would have been as good a dad if, if I had not been transgender. You know, I have to agree with you completely on that one because you're, you have a lot different kind of a feeling and a scope and internal mechanisms that are working in your favor in order to be able for the parenting side of it and that. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I oh, yeah, I think it made me a much better parent. I think it made me a much better dad. Um, I think it made me a better husband, whether my wife realizes <laughs> that or not, that had I not been transgender, would she have fallen in love with me? Would I have been the man she married? You know? 
take that away and that really changes a lot about me even before transition because it was always always there it wasn't like it wasn't it's like me being nearsighted you know how different my life would be if i didn't have to wear glasses or contact lenses right yeah throughout my life you know yeah, and I mean that's that's a severe that isn't really that's like somewhat severe. It's a little more simplistic, but it still, is. yeah. yeah. Um, when we when I look at it, um, God, you know, and I, 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 I always say it. I've lived a very very colorful life, um, and I've had a lot of different experiences and things that I've gone through and everything, and. I, I, I sometimes think that, well, you know, should I have? And I did, I could say, no, I shouldn't have. It's probably the correct thing that I did was to wait and hold on because it, it wasn't time. It wasn't the right time. And probably some people go, but yeah, your dysphoria was so bad. And my dysphoria was freaking bad. Yeah, um, I don't know how you did it because mine know, didn't become severe until my 40s. Yeah. And, and I, you know. Yeah, because like, I mean, when I when I think about it, you know, as much, geez, if I would have transitioned when I was in high school, I probably never would have become addicted to drugs and alcohol and all of the other shit things that happened and occurred back then. But yet in turn two, I have to admit, a lot of that time, though, the experiences were, you know, I mean, how, how many people get to sit in uh, a hotel room with a bunch of strippers? And watch them take their clothes on and off, and have all. Not many. <laughs> you know, so it's you know, and I can always I, and that one always. I don't know why that always stands out in my mind, but it does. Um, like that was so comforting, and I know that sounds in a very strange way, but it was so comforting. And I would not a lot of things in my life I would not have changed, and if I did go back and become a, a woman. I would have lost out on a lot of things. Like a lot of people really hate what they were before, right? Or they say that they do. And I did too, because I didn't like, but the thing was, I hated being the man, but I didn't hate experiences on a lot of stuff that I, I did and what I went through. So I think I made the right decisions. Um, I, I, I'm a firm believer and I don't look back. And I, you know, that's one of those things that where when we talk about this, do you regret not transitioning earlier i have a hard time answering that like yes i really do because if it was just like the flake off the top of my head and i get to be a hot woman and you know i go back there and all of that i mean <laughs> it's, it's easy to say you know to do that but well yeah i you know i agree with you on, that. on the experience part you know if i had transitioned as a teenager i wouldn't have married my wife and i wouldn't have had my son those two things i would not have experienced but I would have had experiences as a woman that might have been equally as good. Could have been better. Better, you know, because I would have been complete. Now, of course, there are the societal whatever, but of course, back then, I would have probably just went stealth. Back then, I was a teenager, shit, I would just, I would just gone stealth and not even really acknowledge being transgender unless it was just absolutely fucking necessary. Well, and I think that would have done the same thing too. Right? You know, because back then that that was sort of what you did. That was the safest thing to do. And, you know, I pass well now. I would have fucking passed like a breeze back then. Well, and it would have been nothing, you know. Uh, 
and just been a woman now and just been another woman, mm. you know? Well, there's other things to take into But I don't regret not doing it. You don't that. regret I don't, I don't. I don't regret that because yeah. the experiences like you that I did have, you know, I'm okay with it. I don't, I, I can look at old pictures of me. I don't, it doesn't bother me. You know, I'm not like um, some trans women that can't just like destroy all their old pictures, can't look at them, just gone. It's like, I can't cut off my past like that at this point in, in my life. I can't just, because that's, you know, I am that person. That, that guy got me here. Yeah. I am he, he is she, you know, mm-hmm. that didn't like go away. That is my history. I'm not going to deny it. And there's good memories and all of that, even even tainted by being transgender or whatever. It's there, but I still have good memories. And mm-hmm. I had good times. And uh, would I rather done it at all as a girl? Yeah, but it's just wasn't it wasn't the- feasible. No, you know, it wasn't feasible. And I, and I think that really is what it boils down to, because when we talk about the woulda, coulda, shoulda, mm-hmm. I think the eras that we were brought up in is what dictates why we made the decisions that we did. To a large part, yeah. And there's a lot of us that did the same thing. And, yeah. and to a large degree, it sort of depended on the severity of your dysphoria. I know there's a discount that, you know, they don't have any dysphoria but they transitioned. Like, well, if you were okay with what the gender was you were assigned, why the hell did you? I posed that question to one on Twitter today. And she's like, well, I just, I just felt a yearning. The yearning. Oh. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, that's, uh, to, for me, that's still kind of dysphoria. Any, anything that either draws you or you're yearning or, or you're not comfortable However you want to describe that, I think it fits under the dysphoria umbrella, just like all the various flavors of being trans or underneath the transgender umbrella. That term doesn't have to be so specific as to, you know, yeah, the board, this. Yeah, dysphoria. that's the way it is. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Uh, I, I, I think, God, you know, it's funny, though, because I even – the weird part is when I was younger, I had a vision of what I would look like when I was older, when I transitioned. And I don't know if other people do or not, but I basically dressed the way I was thinking about myself. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of patterned after Samantha Stevens in Be- Bewitched. Yeah. Um, That's who I, I kind of look like. And I've always like, I mean, it's uh, for myself. I always kind of pictured myself as the kind of blonde rocker chick. You know, and I sometimes find, you know, even uh, the, a bit of the classiness, too, and that. Um, but I pictured myself and sometimes I'm like, I swear it's like deja vu. It's like I walk into a store and I see something. And I'm like, damn, I thought of that outfit right there when I was 12 years old. Or, you know <laughs> what I mean? And it's just like, how is this possible? Do you know? Oh, no, I understand because I, I didn't set out to look like. Samantha, but that's kind of who I look like. It wasn't what I, it's just sort of how I, this is the look I like, mm-hmm. you know, my hair and the hair color and all that. And it's very similar to hers. And that was, and I can remember really 
you know, that show and that girl, I was very focused on her hair. On her hair. <laughs> well, yeah, I can understand why. You know, I was like, I just remember that so clearly. That was, that was my... And all the other shows that were on in the 60s, you know, and stuff. And those two really stick out in my memories. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting when we talk about what it should have, could have. Because I, I sometimes, and that, this is our own personal experiences that we've been talking about, but I, I always have these things that pop into my head. And one of them is these second and third level care homes. And because I've had that experience, and I see these individuals in there, and they're all... Every single one of them are going, I wish I could have or I should have done this. And they didn't. And yet they're sitting at 85. Mm-hmm. Right? So and that's some serious regret because it is. Yeah, it's, you know. it's regret. You know, and I remember, you know, and that's one of the reasons why I did some teaching out there for the, the second and third level care nurses, because they didn't know what to do with individuals. Like, what do you do? Like a, here I am a second level or a third level care nurse. I haven't been trained in any of this. And I have this person coming out and saying, you know, I wish I was, uh, I wish I, I've, I've been a, a lesbian all my life and I hid it. And I did what society told me to do. And now you can see just the total regret in their minds. And they, you know, they wish like, like um, you know, I wish I could have gone to bed with a woman. Yeah, they hit this. It's like, what did that get me? <laughs> right. What did they get me? You know? And I think. Who, too, who did I, did I win brownie points for the afterlife? You know, does that. You know, is there a redo? You get there and go, well, you know, that's not exactly what it was. Yeah. Can I hit the redo button? Click. And you got to go back and do it again. And that That's kind of my fear. Like people fear hell and brimstone and all that. Oh. My fear yeah. would be, oh, you got to go back and do all this again. You didn't quite. There's a few things you need to learn. You didn't. You did a whole lot better than the last one you did. Yeah, exactly. But, remember, but yeah, you got to you got to do this again. I'm sorry, you won't remember anything. But you know, yeah. and you good know luck. What? Wouldn't it that be, that it, would be hell at that moment? I, well, that is hell to me because it would be like, okay, if I have to go all the way back, and then I'm told, no, but you got to make it through life as a guy, even though you have the symptoms as being trans. And you have to go through life being that way. That's that to me is hell right there. That would be total. Hell. Actually, I feel like I did that. But I, I've I've done this one and I did it as a guy, and it was like, uh, no, sorry. <laughs> you have you have to face the fear of transition, and you have to face this, and you have to face that. That that. I don't know where it comes from. That's the feeling I have now that I did it this time yeah that's true whereas I didn't before or whatever you know that I I achieved something in this one that I wasn't able to before Mm -hmm. that's a weird concept yeah no idea why I feel that way yeah well I kind of think the same way Um, I look at it that as a positive that, you know, and, and some people, they, they probably don't let, think of it this way, but I feel like I've been given a gift in some ways. I've been able to live life as both sides mm-hmm. and got to see what it truly is like on both sides of that fence. And it's a very interesting thing because, you know, 
how much does that develop you into the type of person that you are? And, and where has actually that taken and led you as an individual? And, oh, yeah. you know, um, to live that and feel that and be that. I mean, again, I look at it that from the indigenous perspective of the two-spirited way that where even the two-spirited individuals see it as being a real uh, gift in order to be able to live both sides and to be that way, because you get to understand both sides of what life is about. Sorry, I had to send a quick email to somebody. I agree with you. To have seen both sides of the coin as male and female, or as much as we can is either gender um, because of so much we missed Um, and being trans I think colors our male side Mm -hmm. uh, to a large degree and then having having been a guy colors our side of, of, of being female now it's hard to scrape either one of those from either experience that they color each of those experiences uh, in a a way, you know? And so it's like being, being the guy I never could bond with other guys. I didn't like a lot of the stuff guys did. I didn't, you know, it just, it was always against the grain and playing a guy, you know? And now as a woman, you know, we didn't get to grow up as girls. We didn't experience, girlhood as children and we didn't experience puberty um like a cis female does in getting their period and you know uh, first dates and dating and mm-hmm. all that you know we missed out on missed out on all that so there's there's those things but i still yeah even now even not had those experiences i really relish you know getting getting to be a woman and being who I am. That's been just amazingly wonderful. Yeah, the, the brain changes, everything changes. Um, you know, I know I'm I'm a completely different person. I am I'm the same, but I'm completely different than what I was before. Um, yeah, same but different. <laughs> yeah, and I know and and it's like okay, yeah. you know, even I'm okay with that, really. You know, yeah. for me it's more complete. Yeah, I'm still I, that person. It's just a really more complete version. Yeah, I was like a seventy, you know, one one point oh, and now I'm a two point five or a three, three <laughs> or something. Right? It's like, wow, I've really increased uh, my ability. But I think too, it's the uh, being able to release the true inner feelings and spirit and core values that is is what's really eye opening. Just being able to, um, like you said, you know. I don't have to hide it anymore. I can go up and I can hug and I can do all of these things. And it's like, well, I, I always was like this, but I, I had to put the brakes on all the time. God, I, I, you know, mm-hmm. I thought, geez, I really want to hug you, dude. And it's like, geez, if I get a close within about four inches, I'm going to get my rocker knocked off. Right. Like it's just, <laughs> no, no, no touchy. <laughs> no, exactly. Right. And, and um, not having amazing conversations. You know, like you would have conversations, but you didn't have deep conversations, not the type that yeah, was... Yeah, a few, a very, 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 very few individuals, yes. yes. Yeah, but that's... And and now you can talk, talk with other women, 
Oh, that's so wonderful because it's something I always wanted to do and never got to because oh, of the whole sure. boy girl bullshit when you get grown, you know? Um, yeah, that's that part is really god almighty nice to have a conversation with another woman yes. and not have that guy thing in between you. You know, you want to go, it's like, I'm not really a guy. I really not. I know I look like one, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not really not, I'm not. And you just, you know, you, know you, can't, you can't do that. Then they just think you flipped out or something. But, mm-hmm. uh, oh yeah, that, that part has been very wonderful as well to be able to have, be friends with women, well, have conversations with women. And there's none of that guy juju there. Uh, and the ego and the, uh, you know, macho bullshit. Yeah, I mean, it still amazes me to go on walks and other women will say hi to me. Ah. I'm still not used to that, I guess. I love that. I think that's one of the... I think it's awesome, but I'm still still just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I expect it now. I just, I, if I go for walks and I see a woman, I look at her spur in the eye and I just say, hi, how are you? And I always get a big smile in that back. Do you know, if I was to do that as a guy, I'd be like, you know, the husband. Oh, hell yeah. Just, just, you know, that, that offside glance or whatever, like, you know, I just didn't. And uh, now it's just really, it's really nice, you know, to be acknowledged by women as another woman. Mm. Yeah. I don't really care if guys, I really don't pay much. I'm aware of them and very cognizant of where they are. Oh yes, yeah. I got you know, in, in my in my environment, you know, went to the mailbox yesterday, and you know, of course, there was a guy just getting out of his truck, and I was like, "Shit!" <laughs> and uh, he was friendly and kind of chatted a little bit, you know. And I was I was nice, but I didn't, you know, welcome any other inquiries. No, you keep it short in the conversation. Yeah. You don't uh, you don't extend the conversation. I'm nice, but not chatty. Right, exactly. You know, oh yes, hi, how are you? And then just grab the mail and get oh, yeah. the work out yeah. of there. Thing, right. So yeah, he said something about, wow, I've just been working a whole lot lately. And I was just like, well, it's good to be working. Yeah. And that was it. <laughs> Speaking of work. Oh, what do you do? Oh, really? Oh, my God, you got such big muscles. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't see that. I uh, could never play that. Like, uh, you know, I feel sorry for the guys. Like, oh, you know, you were nice and you didn't like weird me out or anything. But yeah, no. <laughs> mm. Now, That's if he looked like, you know, George Clooney, maybe. Yeah, I doubt it. Nice, you know, Italian. <laughs> mm. Italian stallion, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I might have been chatty. <laughs> No, I'm a, I'm definitely a John Wick type of girl. Uh, I like I like male versions of my wife. Male work? Ooh, I can't go down that road. No. That are, you know, kind of swarthy Italian, olive skin, dark brown eyes. Yeah, it's it's the male version of my wife. I I, I found I I'm attracted to that. Right. Yeah. Um, my taste as a guy, I would definitely go after my wife. Mm. Taste as a woman, no freaking way. Really? No way. 
No. Not not the male equivalent, no. Because you know you you no, are bisexual, so you know. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, no, no, it wouldn't happen. Um, as a, uh, purely because, well, a few different things. Like, okay, obviously, because my wife was Oriental, right? Yeah, no. Okay, mm-hmm. and you know, five foot. So well, like, a little taller, not a five foot guy, but yeah, you know, no, six foot guy, ripped. Yeah, but then that doesn't make the equivalent of you know i i look at it that we're opposed to like i couldn't date an oriental guy mm-hmm. that's that's just the way it is i couldn't date huh. that's it that's that's interesting yeah that's it's, interesting. It, it is um i have well my tastes have changed okay mm-hmm. so for example like for guys wise though yeah definitely um i'm into the latino you know, muscular, abs of steel, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely. I'm going down that road for sure. Right? <laughs> uh, no question. You know, so if there's anybody out there listening, hello. No. <laughs> so, hey, well, you know, never hurts to advertise a little bit, I guess. But yeah, you know. but I haven't, I haven't like that type of guy that I'm actually attracted to, which is a very, very, narrow subset mm. most most men um i don't have anything at all no attraction whatsoever so i'm probably bisexual but only like you know like 80 20 kind of thing right yeah. more well, more really, lesbian like 80 percent lesbian and 20 percent bi something like that yeah. so let's go this way would you what i what should you or could you go after a nice Italian guy? If I was divorced and given the right circumstances, yeah, I could. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's another. Yeah. If, 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 and it would have to be, there would have to be a physical attraction. Yeah. There ha- I mean, it has, oh. for me, there has to be, there has to be an attraction. I don't do one night stands. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't do that because it doesn't appeal to me at all. Yeah, it has to be an emotional connection. It's the way it was before. It still is. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work for me otherwise. Yeah, I know. I like to have that emotional attraction too, and everything else. I, you know, that's that's one of the problems with our age group. It is very difficult to find somebody that would be. You know, and that that sounds shallow when I say that, because obviously it should be about, you know, what what's internal in the person. But there's a lot of that, you know, but physical attraction is important, too. Do you know, so oh, yeah, physical attraction is important. Yes. You know, yeah, so you gotta have there's respect. there's got to be some of that. Yeah. I mean, I've only run into one guy in my personal life that, that I've had an attraction for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just one. Just one, yeah. And he's gay, so that's going to be funny. The one that I really liked was also gay. Tattoo artist. Oh, that's right. Your tattoo artist. I forgot about him. Yeah, it's like, damn. Six foot four, six foot five, somewhere in that range. Muscular as hell. Cute as, oh, yeah. I go in there and I'm just like, first time I I ever met him, I was like, oh, yeah, this is the one. This is the one. And then it was like, Oh, you're gay. Oh, fuck. Well, that's out. <laughs> was such a disappointment. She goes, you sure he's not bi? Just, you know, some? Just a little? 
come on, please. Come on, no. You know, can you can you pull the card? I used to be a guy. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. Yeah, and they're like, well, what kind of equipment do you have now? Oh, yeah, not gonna cut it. Ah, uh, yeah, it's a it's an innie. I traded. I mean, any for an Audi. Audi, my Audi for an any. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we've done. And gladly this. did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, for sure. So the what should really no regret on that one, you know. Yeah. So the what should have could have really is, is that well, we already did a. We did a. We did. Yeah, so I got to the point where no. we did a. Yeah. And I think, like I know, I'm coulda, we coulda, and did a. <laughs> yeah, we coulda, and we should have, and we did a. So I think, uh, I think we uh, we worked this one over pretty good tonight. Yeah, uh, in that uh, regard. Yeah, the shoulda, the shoulda, all that came together. I think so. And I the had a had to, the had to had a. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, it comes down to the have have to. I think for everybody that transitions, it's what it comes down to is to have to. Yeah, and I think the timing, it's all in it's the, for the person. The timing is where it's at and mm-hmm. your experiences and all of that is going to develop. So, you know, where you would have, should have, could have, well, life. And you, you know when you're there. Right, and I was just going to say, life is going to deal you the cards and mm-hmm. wherever they fall, that's how it's going to end up being. So... You know, regret-wise or any of those other things? No, I don't really have any regrets. I say that I'd like, I I regret not doing it sooner, but really, in honesty, if you really start to think about it, there's a reason why you didn't. Oh, there are a lot of reasons why I didn't. There's many and numerous. Yeah, but for everybody. For everybody. Oh, God, yeah, for everybody. There's, there's, and don't, don't beat yourself up over not have done it earlier. Mm -hmm. Just, don't worry about the regret. The only thing you can change is the future. Yep. The past is past. It's the present and the future that you can affect. Yeah. And so when you jump on the yeah. bandwagon, live full tilt now. Because mm-hmm. now, that, now that you've made it on this side, you got to go for it, right? So. Yeah. You know, there's so, so many of us that are just really happy. Oh, we did it. Yes, it's not all rainbows and unicorns. Definitely not. Uh, but this butterfly is really happy. She crawled out of the chrysalis and stopped being a caterpillar. Yeah. I can't really say I've ever met anybody that once they transitioned, regretted their transition. I know of one. I've talked to one. Yeah. Okay. She was quite bitter. And I think... Her regret was more centered on her bitterness of her divorce mm-hmm. and her daughter. And then charging majority of her transition and surgeries and credit cards and going through bankruptcies. And she made a lot of stupid decisions, frankly, yeah. but um, that was her. She yeah. told me not to do it. That I'd regret it every day. And that's not true. Didn't happen at all. I mean, yeah, everybody has bad days, but yeah, I don't, I don't regret doing this because if I hadn't done it, I'd be dead. Yeah, and that's the same thing. Yeah, there's no hope in death. I'm sorry, there's no hope in death. No, you know, and I look back now, and it's geez, I start to look at it, and it's like, well, God, you've been full time for how long? And I have to admit, it's geez, I probably the happiest internally I've ever been. Mm -hmm. No question. Oh yeah, without a doubt, not not to have that nagging 
even when I didn't think I had dysphoria, I had dysphoria. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know it until can, it was gone. Yeah, you can fool yourself all you want. You can try to convince yourself mm-hmm. all you want and everything. But until you're on the other side, um, you're sitting in our chairs. Wow. Like, talk about amazing. Mm-hmm. I still, like I say, I mean, I what I'm. you're almost two years now, right? Post, you know? Oh, uh, yeah, it'll be two years post Post stop in October, three years full time in September. Yeah. And that's an amazing thing to think. I know. And it's like, I'm it'd be three years, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm going like, holy crap, has time flown. And so that just even makes me more happy that I made, decided to do it when I did it. And that's not really a decision. Oh, yeah. I had to do well, it. You know, more or less did my transition in the administration of Trump. Wow. Which that's is an quite, amazing. That's thing. quite a statement. And itself, you know, that I transitioned while Trump was president, you know, separated from my wife a week after he got elected. Wow. <laughs> that's crazy. Went, you know, went full time less than a year later. Wouldn't think that would be a good time to do this. And no. so many of us have done it, are doing it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, huh. well, on that note, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> on that note, I think uh, I think we've done the woulda, shoulda, coulda, and kind of went in a few different directions, like we usually do, and go all over the place. Yeah, well, it was good. It was all tied together. I thought it was. You know? Yeah, it was all tied together. So, <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, thanks again for really? listening, and uh, we will have another episode out to you in a few days, well, four, four days from today. Um, We'll have another episode out too. And uh, we really appreciate you listening. And don't forget to go to, uh, you know, give us a nice message or something or whatever. I know people are talking about us. Uh, I do get, you know, the response. Yeah, we don't get like thumbs up or anything, right? No, we don't get get some stuff we don't get, but definitely there's feedback. So it's it's all good. Oh, yeah, feedback is always compliments. And if you want to cuss us, you can do that too. Yeah, and well, I would expect that somebody's going to cuss this. I don't know why, they, you know, come on. You can't get off that, that rosy and, and that. So anyway, everybody, have yourself a wonderful uh, week. And we will talk to you guys again in about three or four days. That's right. Bye, y'all. Bye. Thanks for listening to Trans Talk Raw. This episode has been brought to you by TransgenderLifeCoaching.com. Please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Time for us girls to party. Join us again for our next episode of Trans Talk Raw.